What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Mindify Crash podcast. Episode 41, I got to sit down and interview Cassidy Harris. She's a singer and songwriter out of Cleveland, Ohio. She has a great message, and I got to learn a lot of really cool things about her in this week's episode. Before we get started, a quick shout out to our sponsor, The Lip Bodega. This is actually a product I was using myself. I loved it. My daughter loves it. And through my my love for this product, I ended up reaching out to the owner to see if I can use them as a sponsor. And this is 100% all natural lip balm. This is a product that I endorse 100%. Uh, I know it to be all natural because I've watched the owner make it. Uh, great owner, great company. If you're interested in this, this is a Cleveland-based product. You guys can DM on Instagram. I'll drop the handle below. DM, get you the Lip Bodega Lip Balm. You're not going to regret it. Tell them Tristan sent you. Let's get into this week's episode. All right, Cassidy. So thank you for coming on. We have been talking about this for about a year now, so it's nice to see it kind of finally happen and come together. Uh, before we kind of get started with everything, I just want to say it is cool to kind of see where you were when the conversation started, see where you're at now. And going back to the beginning, when did your passion for music start? When did that begin? As early as I can remember, um, probably when I was four years old. So young, very yeah, young. Very young. Um, do you remember like the time when cars had cassette tape players? Oh, absolutely. In them? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom, she used to, she had like a little Disney princess one. And I just Love that. started singing those songs from as early as I can remember, like probably four years old. And then I also had one of those little, um, recorder things with the microphones on the end so you could hear yourself yeah oh, so i wow. just and that was like when it started like is yeah loving years, performing loving old. singing yeah absolutely yeah there was like a time where uh you know everything disney especially the disney movies we got to grow up during like probably the golden era for mm -hmm. for that for sure um yeah wanted to be in peter pan ended yeah. up being in the play as a kid so i get that <laughs> the love for performing um now were you in like i guess throughout school were you in choir were you in anything music related or were you more independent and in just practicing in your own lane no actually i never did choir i never well unless it was like mandatory like yeah from from what i remember junior I think, high they yeah. used to make you for sure i don't think i ever actually was in choir but um i never did musicals or anything like that i always did talent shows though okay so I, you were still setting up and performing there yeah singing I never yeah singing and okay in elementary school it was more i think dancing but middle school and high school is always singing so that was the, that's like the the full package now are you coming up with the act yourself everything choreograph all that uh yeah i mean for the singing i just it was usually a slower song, so I would just kind of stand there. But yeah, when when I did the dancing stuff in elementary school, we always made up our own little dances. And Those stuff. are always yeah. fun. I know, I know some girls that are your friends that did that in Amherst too. Really? So yeah, That's I remember great. it. Um, now, what would you say for like inspiration when you were young? What did you look up to? What were the artists or performers that you loved most? Um, honestly, it started off with. I don't know, back in, you know, the 90s times, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Love Britney. Love the boy bands, all of those. Um, that's mainly where it started. And Yeah, pop. So yeah, the pop, pop influence pop. that the yeah. 90s had. Had the 90s in a chokehold, to be honest. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, all of that. Yeah, Loved it. Favorite. Um, <laughs> and then it kind of just progressed to, like, Avril Lavigne, a lot of Avril Lavigne. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, the pop girls, a lot of that stuff. And then girl groups from, like... The Pussycat Dolls to like Destiny's Child, and mm -hmm. it just it, you know as time went on, it just it was always changing. Progress, I like though. a variety. So. I like that. That's yeah. definitely a good thing. Yeah. Now you know, obviously, inspiration plays a huge part as a kid. I think that kind of forms what path we go, not just with our hobbies, but also our career as a child. You know, there was a point where you decided, I do want to take this serious. I want to pursue this. How old were you when that happened? It's always something I wanted to do, but mm -hmm. like the talent shows were again one of those things where I was like, "This is me taking it serious," and hopefully, I continue to do this. Um, and then I think around thirteen is when I started actually writing my own songs. And so that's still very young. I took guitar lessons when I was twelve for a short period of time. My mom and dad didn't think I was that into it. I guess I don't really remember not yeah. being into it. I probably would take it more seriously now, but I was probably you know twelve at the time, but. Um, 
I took lessons for a little bit and then I just started playing things by ear pretty much. Wow. So I can play things by ear that I've learned, but I couldn't tell you, I don't know how to read music at all. Yeah. I don't even remember like the names of some of the chords I learned. I just remember what they sound like. And if I could hear it, I could play it, but nothing that too crazy. <laughs> is somewhat more impressive in, in its own way. I mean, to not know how to read music and still be able to make and produce something is, is definitely incredible. Did anyone ever notice your talent at a young age and say, yo, this is, this is potentially something that, that you can make happen? Um, I, I mean, my family, they always believed in me. Uh, even friends. Friends always knew I sang a lot, and they always had faith that I would go somewhere. Be able to make something but, happen. Yeah, it's just a tough industry to get into, but you know, I've, always, I've never is. given it up, so it's just I love those, that. Yeah. Now, you have definitely stayed busy since you know, the time you did make that, that first jump. Um, I, have you ever, have you ever gotten a nod or anyone from, from famous or, you know, semi-famous people in the industry? Uh, yes. So actually, so me and my sisters, we all sing, but. Got it. So it's a family thing. Yeah. So we all used to do covers on YouTube a lot and, um, a lot of those started blowing up, but after a while we stopped doing them just because you know we all have our own lives and mm -hmm. my one sister moved across the country and it's just kind of hard to get our schedules to line up and do something we all want to do that we're passionate about but we did we did do a Demi Lovato cover one time that went pretty viral on YouTube and I actually got a message on Instagram randomly from like some random girl and mm -hmm. her account was private I had no idea who it was um and the message basically said hey you know we're we really want you to be in Demi Lovato's upcoming documentary um, could you give us, could you message us back and let us know? And I read it and I was like, this doesn't, I don't yeah. think this is real. Like, you <laughs> know what I mean? I was sense, like, yeah. I don't know you, you know, but I said, um, I was like, you know what, if this is serious, just email my manager. Well, I didn't have a manager. My dad, I, I was just, that. I just gave them my, them my dad's email pretty mm -hmm. much. So my Big dad, doggo. my dad looked over all the documentation and stuff that they sent over and he was like, no, this is legit. Um, you just have to, you know, sign a couple things and you and your sisters will be in it and you'll even be in the credits too. So it's on YouTube. Um, it's called Simply Complicated. We're at the very end, but she took clips from fans that covered that same song. And, and then put it, it in. Yeah. I'll drop a, a clip to it there so you guys can see that, but that's, that's awesome. So you did end up going through with it. Yeah. That's, that's cool. It was really cool. And I never talked to Demi or anything herself, but they said that she really liked us and they were just yeah wanted us to be a part of it. So I was like, that's really cool. And then, um, I did an, a cover like of Iggy Azalea one time, like very short one, and she told me great job on Twitter. And... You met Iggy though before, yeah. haven't you? I thought mm -hmm. I thought at least once. Um, I know that's definitely someone still you know that you you do find a lot of inspiration from. I love um, her. Yeah, <laughs> Iggy's awesome. I mean, there's no doubt about that. She gets a lot of hate, but she's 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 so nice. I've she's never understood sweet. that. I've never understood the hate. Um, it's it's tough in the industry, like you said. It's mm -hmm. tough for females in the industry. Very I feel tough. like very judgmental there's there's a lot of apparent like people think there's a lot of room for like critiquing and and yeah. putting in their input which at the end of the day we're all just trying to pursue something whatever that may be and i feel like she's just different and doesn't sound like something you hear every day so yeah that's why i like her personally but to each is their own but. yeah she's a she's definitely a unique person overall i have never had anything bad to say about her so <laughs> I get it. Love that. Um, I never, I did never, I never knew about the YouTube covers though. I, I'll definitely look it up. Are those still on YouTube? Yeah. It's under the Harris sisters. That was our channel. But, okay. Um, but we haven't posted in a while just cause we're. Life's going you know, on. Life's going on. Yeah. I get that. But I still try to, I could do more covers. Honestly, I just have to make the time to do it. And yeah, yeah. life, life gets busy. So <laughs> I get it. Definitely. Now kind of going towards the, the performing, cause I know you have been very busy as of lately with performing. It seems like it's almost every weekend, which <laughs> certainly what you want. Mm -hmm. What was your first performance? How did you find it? What, what led to that becoming a thing? Um, so I've done like little side gigs and performances with my cousin's husband's band before. Um, but as far as like stuff, that I've done by myself. My friend Dan, he goes by Young Cap. Um, he's a local rapper in Cleveland, and he partners with this uh, group that kind of books local artists around here. Mm -hmm. So um, he usually asks me if, like, hey, do you want to hop on this show? 
And if you do, just let me know and, you know, we can get it going and sell tickets. And... That's nice then. Mm -hmm. And that was now... I want to say a few weeks back, I did see that you were doing almost like a bracket was like elimination. Is that something you're referring to? Oh, um, that was, that was kind of random. That was with Westside Studios. Um, I think it was just for fun. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those, those are always cool, especially in Cleveland. Where, I didn't even know it was happening yeah. until I was like tagged in it. So <laughs> she said, I guess I'm doing <laughs> I was like, this oh, now. Cool. No, that, but, I mean, um, that certainly can happen too. Yeah. Uh, do you like, do you like that? Obviously you like performing, but do you like everything that kind of leads up to uh, the day of a performance? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I always try to get the word out there as best I can. Yeah. It is kind of hard selling tickets though, especially when you have promoting back -to -back for yourself. Shows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you have supporters, but at the same time, it's hard. It's hard back to back cause you have a group that'll come one week and it's like trying to get another group to come the next weekend. Exactly. It's just... It's, it's hard. It's difficult, and and ticket sales are tough sometimes because it um basically it kind of determines where you're gonna be at in the show. Like mm -hmm. if you're gonna go earlier or later. So do you want to have a slot where most people you think are gonna be there, or are you gonna be there when people aren't there yet? Or you know, I always try to get the best time slot because absolutely, I want people obviously More to see my eyes. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so th that's interesting. I guess I never knew that. Uh, mm -hmm. Similar to comedy, then if you have tickets, the pre-sale tickets are a very big thing. Then mm -hmm. that's something I guess we should all know. Then when looking to support friends or support someone that's up and coming, yeah, buying pre-sale tickets is a major thing. And there's as like opposed to buying at the door. They'll, they'll give us promo codes and stuff sometimes. So I try to like really push people like, hey, if you want, you know, like half off on this, like get it now. Or otherwise you can get them later or get them at the door, but they're going to yeah. be more expensive. Or full That's price. good to know. I'm actually glad you brought that up because most, I would never know that, mm -hmm. that depending on that, it determines how valuable you are also to, you know, potential labels, people coming in, they want to see how much traction you actually have because followers are one thing. How many people can you actually bring out? is another so that's that's definitely important yeah and it's definitely hard sometimes because people always say they will and then Do sometimes they? they sometimes they will and sometimes they won't or they'll be like i'll get the next one and then right <laughs> so. now kind of going into you know getting on stage do you have any rituals like beforehand like today is the night that i have an event i do this like is there anything that you do i know obviously making sure that you know, you, you, your voice, everything is, is as good as it can be leading up to that is very important. But do you yourself have a specific route you take each day, you know, you're going to be performing? Um, I basically just, again, get the word out on Instagram or something. If people last minute want to come, I'll let them know on there. Mm. Um, as far as any pre-rituals, not, not really. I, I pray beforehand, you know, going that's into good. it. That's good. Yeah, that's definitely and, worth noting. Yeah, sometimes if I'm nervous, I'll be like, okay, like, let me do a shot real quick. I don't need a drink mm -hmm. to go on stage, loosen but I up. need to loosen some nerves <laughs> a little bit. Definitely. So <laughs> I can respect that. Yeah. It's, good. I feel, honestly, I feel like bigger crowds aren't as intimidating. Um, than a smaller crowd, really? Yeah, it's more intimate when it's a smaller crowd. Yeah. And I feel like it's more awkward. With a small, well, yeah, depending on the energy that you bring or that that crowd has, yeah, it can go one way or the other quick with a small crowd. Yeah, I I get that. Now, kind of feeding off the crowd, you get out there, you get on stage. To me, that would be the most nerve wracking thing in the world. The first time you did it, how were you feeling in that moment? Um, I was a little nervous, but again, more so excited because mm -hmm. I was actually performing original music that I've written, and, and I've always wanted to do huge. that. Like I've always, that's just always been a goal of mine. Even if I never made it famous or anything, the biggest thing I've always said in life is as long as I can perform stuff I've made for people, like I will be satisfied. I love that. No, that's, that's definitely, it's staying true to you, which mm -hmm. is, which is very important. Is that potentially also a reason maybe you've taken a step back from doing covers? Focus on your original music more? Yeah, I could make you know, time for both more, you know, more so both of those things. Mm -hmm. But I just, I got to stop saying I'm going to and just do it. I get that. <laughs> you know? No, I get it. Absolutely. This last year was crazy. I switched careers and just, just a lot has been going on. Moved in my own place. So I'm just finally getting settled and hopefully can get back into the grind. And do your thing. Making music. Definitely. Now, when it comes to making music, do you have, you know, particular things that you'll draw inspiration from when writing your music? Where do you, because for me, I feel like you make music for hot girls, you know, like you make that <laughs> hot girl music. Where do you pull your inspiration from? Is it things that you've lived through? Is it situations you see? What is that? 
a lot of it yeah it's a lot of it's personal experience mm -hmm. um I, my one song girls night out is really fun it's definitely a hot girl song i know i see people <laughs> using it on tiktok i'm like they don't even know her they're using the sound i like that but that one was just kind of random i didn't really have much inspiration from that other than like I go downtown a lot and I like to dance and capturing life. Yeah. And sometimes you just like time with your girlfriends and you don't think about guys or whatever. Like mm -hmm. it's just, but all my other music is a lot of personal, you know, like heartbreak type of stuff, personal Definitely. experiences. And that's, I usually need some sort of experience to help me write something. So that it's a true feeling. Yeah. And I'll try to, you know, write from other people's perspectives. If I hear like a story or something, I'll try to get inspired by that. But it's, I feel like my best work comes from personal experiences. Stuff that you've lived through. Mm -hmm. Definitely. They say that, and it's weird that the mind works this way. The mind is most creative when reflecting on periods of like heartbreak or anger, which is wild that that's when it's its most creative. So that's where I feel like the heartbreak songs or, you yeah. know, sad songs are typically the most out there and most creative. Um, I, do you find that to be true? And oh yeah, hundred okay. percent. And I just feel like I, I like to help other people too who are going through the same things mm -hmm. that can that can relate. I love when they listen to my stuff and feel like they can relate in some way. And you know what they're saying? Things. Yeah, yeah. That's the artist in you. I do like that. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So we have that, uh, guys. We're gonna take a quick break. We will be right back. All right, so you told me something while we were on this break, and we, we maybe thought it was better to just finish the conversation while on air. Uh, so the reason you started taking guitar lessons. Yeah, so the movie Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan. Great movie. That, that immediately I was inspired. I was like, I want to be in a band and play the guitar. <laughs> Punk rock. Um, and even Avril Lavigne, her playing the guitar, like, I just that inspired me heavily yeah, it was definitely a vibe for sure and i would take we used to have bad badminton rackets at the house <laughs> that was your guitar that was my guitar love that and my parents they saw me using that a lot and they were like okay we let's let's get maybe her a she wants to do it so i got a guitar for christmas and it was the last present i opened didn't didn't know i was getting a guitar i that was the first time i ever cried tears of happiness <laughs> Was it on the it list the, or was it a surprise gift? It was that a just surprise gift. So it caught you off guard yeah. then. So then then it was like lessons were the next thing to come. And yeah, I was thrown off guard. But I was like, I remember feeling so That's weird. That's cute like, though. Oh my gosh, like I, this is happening. <laughs> She's going to be. <laughs> Avril Lavigne was a major inspiration to like so many like girls that I was friends with when I was a kid. So it is cute to kind of look back on that. And now, obviously, she's back kind of in the media because she's dating Tyga. Um, she was oh, probably yeah. already in the media, but like I, as a man, have not seen anything Avril Lavigne related right. in a really long time. I saw her when she uh, had that show with MGK. In Cleveland, that is right. Okay, so yeah, let me be fair. As an artist, like I do remember her coming to do that. That and was, I would have loved to see that. Was it good? It was really exciting because I was like, I looked up to her for so long. Oh, she's awesome. In my early days and... Like, it was really cool to see her live. And then, like, in Cleveland, too, with, you know, MK Great show. opening for his hometown. So that was pretty awesome. Who else was there? Was Blink-182 there? No, it was... Avril Lavigne. Oh, my gosh. Why can't, um, oh, why can't I think of his name right now? Travis Barker, maybe? From Blink-182? I think he was there, but no, there was another rapper. Um, why can't I think of his name? It was a big show. He's in a, I know He's that. in the song Candy with MGK. I can't think of who it is, though. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow yeah this is gonna ruin me it, too. it's gonna make me so mad when i, think I can about picture it the music video too yeah that's that's <laughs> and awful I, but i was so confused because you know i feel like the bigger artists go last so mm -hmm. i would have thought avril lavigne would have been like before mgk but they had this guy go she was like oh it was willow smith that was first oh like her too i really like willow yeah and then it was avril and then can't think of his name yeah <laughs> and then MGK. whoever the guy is it's gonna make me so mad I'll so yeah later. that would make sense so avril went after mgk really yeah wow yeah, or no no concert. no i'm sorry i'm sorry she went before mgk but um the other guy went after avril and, and I thought, you thought she would because she and i was like huge. she's like she's been huge for years and like this guy you know i have because we clearly can't even think of his name <laughs> i'm pulling up his name right now one second <laughs> no yeah because it's because gonna bother both it's of us going to bother me if i don't um, and i know the song Oh my gosh. Um, Trippy Red. Trippy Red. Yeah, no. She 100% should have been after yeah, Trippy. She should have been like the, the co headliner. Yeah. Wow, that's so weird. 
but I get it. I mean, she was there though. She did. She killed it. So good. Yeah, cool. that's fun that's show. always cool. Fun show, regardless. I felt bad though, cause like the time she went, you know, the crowd's still coming in, and I'm like, she's too big to like have this, you know, type of crowd. Like yeah. she deserves more the energy. So so crowd. <laughs> she right. deserves more than this. I can respect that. Uh, now. I know that you yourself, you are on the path to trying to be musically involved with the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Um, just, you know, consistently posting. That is probably like one of the best ways to market the way you're doing it right now. Where did that come from? Where did that idea like, hey, this is something I one want to do, but also I'm going to market it this way. Mm-hmm. How did you kind of come up with that thought? Um, well, I've always really loved football and I love hyping up the halftime show every year, no matter who it it's is. It's a huge deal, it is. It is a big deal. Um, you know, it's always cool to dream to host the halftime show, but, you know, I'm you love that. very small. So I would love to just be involved somehow, whether it's, like, be a somebody's background singer or something, even just, like, a even if, like, somebody does a pre-show or something beforehand, I would love to somehow be involved with it. Because people do it. I actually knew, I knew somebody that actually danced in Rihanna's this year. And I, wow. like, I'm like, that's so cool. Like, I want that to be me. Absolutely. Um, in a different way. But, um, but, yeah, so I just, the Eagles, my favorite team, were, were in the Super Bowl this year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I need to make this, you know. I need to make this happen at some point Mm -hmm. or at least attempt to. So I told myself I was going to start posting every day and kind of try to promote it. But that was getting kind of like repetitive and exhausting. I was trying to just get thinking of new ideas every day. It's kind of like hard. So I decided to just keep it, you know, to Sundays. I have to do today still. Got to remind myself. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) But yeah, keep it to Sundays because, you know, football's on Sundays and counting down the Sundays till the Super Bowl. So that's a good, that's a good marketing strategy. Market it until then and see what comes out of it and good good and obviously doesn't whatever. hurt to try so <laughs> absolutely that's one thing i think we all should probably do more just as individuals mm-hmm. the things we want to accomplish we will never accomplish if we don't try so right i love that um and there are so many different avenues that if you continue to do it you'll get there which is nice it's mm-hmm. nice to know that you continue to put that kind of footwork in um i know i kind of st- like started steering right when we were talking about your first event, but you did tell me who hosted that first event. How, how was that? It was really fun. Um, so the first actual show I performed by myself was at the Odeon in the flats. Mm-hmm. And that was beautiful. Over that was there. a pretty big night for me. I mean, for your first show, mm-hmm. I mean, there was like a lot of people there. It was nineties night. So I did some That's original cool. music, but it was also like, I did a couple nineties covers like Christina and, um, no scrubs by TLC. That was good. That was, good. That's a vibe. <laughs> TLC creep, um, still makes its way into yeah. my truck sometimes. Right. No one's around of course, but right. I just admitted that to you. I don't know why. <laughs> That's okay. No, <laughs> no, no, definitely shame. good choice. Um, I love that. So yeah. Like afterwards, is it something where like, I'm sure that feeling is, is next to none after mm-hmm. you get done performing. Do you, do you go try to make your way back out afterwards? Like what do you do after your shows? Do you enjoy the night? Do you call it a night? What do you like to do? Um, I like to stick around to support my friends that are also performing, especially my one friend that gets me a lot of the gigs because mm-hmm. he usually performs with them as well. And I want to obviously show my support in return. Definitely. Um, Support's very important for your friends. Um, but like if my friends are out with me, we'll usually just go out after or something. I like to keep the night with some high energy. So Good, good. And you did say something that is very important. Supporting our friends is, is super important, whether mm-hmm. it's sharing something, um, you know, just words of encouragement, whatever that might be. But especially when you are actively creating something, especially something original, um, what would be something that you would say is... The, the best way to support you if you were just talking to the masses here what would be a, a good way to show support but also help you continue doing what you're doing um honestly just spreading the word honestly i mean like you know i don't expect every person to come to every single show we mm-hmm. you know life happens i understand and nobody owes me anything i'm not gonna be mad if you can't come to every single one um it is tough when you have people that say like, oh, I can't make it. I'll make it to the next one. And you've had like six shows yeah, and they still haven't been to one. one. What's going on? Yeah. Um, I think it's, I, I, I think just spreading the word, honestly, is, it's special to me because it's just helping me get the word out there for mm-hmm. people who are potentially interested. Um, 
but some people that I'm close with like don't even do that there are a lot that do but I, I do get like upset sometimes when there's those people that don't because I'm like if even if you can't come like can you just share it yeah <laughs> like because I I don't know I find myself supporting like a lot of my other friends small businesses and Absolutely. their passions and I think that's important even like when you and Rebecca did this podcast I you know just sh- simple share which like, is nice it helps I don't care about blowing up my stories and annoying people like even if 50 people skip through yep. it you know one might see it and be like sure I might tune into this like <laughs> it it does make a big difference and it makes other creators feel seen as well, which mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you're just asking, can I get that as well? Yeah. I do know that from the people that we have as mutual friends, um, they are a great support group. Mm-hmm. How big is, is your support group to you? It's, it's very big, I think. Um, yeah. And I really appreciate everybody that even just sends me like a good luck text or use it great I, I tried watching it from online i actually have a friend that i've never met in pennsylvania we're both iggy fans we met love that we met through twitter like just being iggy, iggy stands fans. Yeah, yeah iggy stands <laughs> um and he actually it was really nice he bought a ticket um for me for my show and he's like i obviously can't be there but i would love show if you support. gave it to someone and like had you know had somebody come out for you on my behalf and i thought that was really cool and then That's i had another, a real one yeah and i had another friend actually from high school that i ran into on saint patrick's day who was like you know we were catching up because we hadn't seen each other since high school for mm-hmm. like 10 years and we didn't really talk in high school or anything we weren't really friends but um we were always like acquaintances i guess yep. but we were talking and he was like yeah i hear you do music stuff and i would love to come to a show and i'm like sure like i'll let you know when the next one is he I told him, and he came all the way from Huron to Cleveland Heights oh by my. himself, right on time, right when the doors open, to come support me. And I thought that was really sweet. What a, that, yeah. I was like, what a gem. That is a gem. <laughs> Good like, for him. Love that. I was like, you just earned points. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're listening to this, dude. <laughs> no, I think that's cute. And, yeah. and at the same token, it is, it's very important. I know that I always appreciate it. Um, it it's just, it is nice. Uh, I was. Kind of just, I, I tend to reflect on what this is, what this show means to me, and the conversations I have with guests just like yourself. And it is the good with the bad. Um, sometimes I, I do look at the group that I have and sometimes have to kind of value, you know, are, are people maybe here for the right reasons? Is there bad intention? Is there people that are just maybe... <laughs> kind of hoping this crashes and burns. Right. Um, There's definitely you, those people. <laughs> so you do feel like you have that. Not, I'm not saying I need names, but you do yeah. feel that. And that's I, all energy. Yeah. And even my sister, like she um, will do music covers when she can or feels like it. But she she's not, you know, doing as much as I am right now as far as like shows and stuff. But she has said to me from time to time, I just feel like there's those people that don't want me to succeed. And I'm like... It's tough, but you just, even if it's people you think are close to you, but at the end of the day, you just have to focus on, I guess, who's there and who is supporting. The people that are there. Because it's those people where if you get famous, you're coming to the after party. Right, <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to be, yeah, after. you get the, you know, reward here. <laughs> and and I can agree with you 100%. Both you and your sister make good points. I mean, it it's weird because unless the people in your circle, if they're just your friends because they're your friends and not because you guys have met along this path of creation, it, they sometimes just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And they might, you know, they can always think all, all the thoughts. This takes away from time that we could have, or this is dumb. Why do you do this? Mm-hmm. There are so many reasons to why people might have negative feelings towards people pursuing them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that are there, you know, are there unconditionally and are there because they just want to see you succeed, which is very important. Definitely. And I just, there's sometimes I feel like, I don't know if people are just not paying close attention or like, like I said, nobody owes me anything. I'm not like, you know, expecting anything of people, but the, I've had people that have said like, you got to like, let me know when your next shows. And I, I'm like, I've been posting this for like a month. I know right. you're, I know you're looking unless you're really just skipping through. Just everything. click, click, which, click. Which some of us do, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I try to pay attention to at least what my close friends are doing. And 
you know, when we catch up, I'll be like, how was this? I see, I saw you doing this or whatever. Cause you're interested. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, and you're a hundred percent right. Mm-hmm. Now going into like, you know, you said whenever you're famous, they come to the after parties. <laughs> uh, a big part of that is whether you make the route to, you know, potentially sign to a label in the future, if you aren't already, or kind of stay uh, unsigned and manage yourself. What do you want to do in that regard? Have you given it much thought? Are you kind of open to options? Um, I'm definitely open to options, but the more, you know, I've been listening to a lot of artists talk lately about um, being signed to a record label and how it's kind of backfired for them. I feel like I'm hearing a lot more of it now. Like that TikTok is a thing and people are just very vocal on there. Um, A lot of them have talked about how it's just hard not having their own creative control Mm -hmm. and the, the label wants me to put this as a single or, you know, but I don't feel that that's my best work or I don't feel that people will love it. Or I, I, I don't know. I personally am stubborn. And if I make something and I want it to be a single, like that's what I want. It's going to be a single. Yeah, that's, that's how I want it to be. Um, I love everything I make, obviously, mm-hmm. but I just, There's certain ones I don't know how I would place. feel if I didn't have that like creative, hundred percent creative control, but I love in, independent artists that are, or that are just going from being with a label to their own independent thing. That's what Iggy did too. Yeah. Um, and it's tough to break the chains of a label. I mean, mm-hmm. it's very, very tough. Right. She yeah. was a major label. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, and she did a lot of like, you know, fancy was a really big record and huge. Yeah. Very huge. It broke a Beatles record actually. That's insane. Is, it's wild. But you know, that for a while, I remember she was with Def Jam and they were kind of like, you know, she had this whole project she was going to put out and they were basically withholding it because she was getting a lot of hate and they were she like, trying to strong on yeah, and not and releasing. She was kind of like putting them on blast, I remember. And, and then she eventually, I think went to another label and then eventually just did her own thing. Cause at the end of the day, you just got to do what's best for you. Yeah. I can respect that. Definitely. I wouldn't want to make all this work and then not put it out. I think she ended up leaking it all, which I was so happy about as a fan because I yeah. was like, I've been waiting for this. You know what I mean? <laughs> for <laughs> who <laughs> knows how long. Right. Definitely. Um, and, and to be honest, I am in no way affiliated with the music industry at all, but I do hear about it all the time. I mean, there have been rappers that have literally made songs claiming to have no label because the restrictions, the... I mean, you essentially are, are getting a, a sign-on bonus mm-hmm. to then have them creating and deciding what you put out, when you put it out, and then eventually what music you'll make, what you sing, what you don't do. So for sure, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. Right now, you, you do have the full control of performing right. where you want to, recording what you want to. That's, that's a, a nice, flexible thing to have right now. So I can understand. And I don't think from. anybody should be forced to be put in a box like I am somebody who I've always had a variety you know as far as music taste my taste has just been all over the place as far as music Mm -hmm. gives you you options though that's not a bad thing and I want to make songs that are different types of genres so like I want to make a rock song I want even a country song maybe or I want to make a house song too like there's just a lot of different creative zones I want to be in and um, I think as an artist you should be able to have that freedom to create whatever you want because you are an artist at the end of the day yeah creativity is the most like i don't want someone to tell me you should only make this because that's not going to make me happy (laughs) and i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna do what i want to do as far as what i want to make it's wild how like just us as humans sometimes we when we're told we can't or have to do something how much Mm -hmm. we end up not enjoying it right there on the spot almost immediate sometimes right I can I can get that for sure. A country music by Cassidy though one day. <laughs> well, uh, I just started getting into country a lot more, but Yeah, no, um, I like that. But yeah, I mean, I'm open to anything. I I, I performed at Rockin' on the River last summer with um my cousin's husband's band, Billy Morris and the Sunset Strip for those who don't know, but um that was really fun. Really fun show. That was probably the most people I performed in front of. Yeah, that's a I mean, that's right there. That's a huge crowd. Yeah, and you can see them all the that time. That was more like rock style music and i was like i need to make a rock song yeah those are cool guys too that you're up there with i've seen some clips yeah they look awesome very talented with the guitar too love love it love it all Mm -hmm. (laughs) all the vibes (laughs) no being with the band is definitely cool is that something that you would want to to do one day is have have a full group um you know what what do you want Um, for that again i'm i'm open to it but i i don't know at the end of the day i feel like 
I'm happy by myself. But I mean, mm. performing with my sisters was fun too because we, there's a couple songs we've all made together and we've. You get, you just get it sometimes yeah. and, with your sisters. And we've, we've really bonded over that. And I think we have a beautiful three part harmony. Um, and, you know, my parents always tell us that all the time. You guys have like this beautiful harmony. You need to do more things together. It's just, it's hard now. Supportive parents. But, yeah, we love that. Love them. Shout out Anita and Tim. Love y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they're, my sisters are very talented and we've, you know, I loved creating with them, but I also, you know, you also butt heads as yeah, far as definitely. like what interests you want to, your, all your interests can be different. And as far as what direction you want to take, um, especially in just a, when you put it on the lens of one song, you got three mm-hmm. talented and creative brains. There certainly can be some, some paths yeah, crossed there of for course, sure. Of course. We I used to, that. we did a couple, we tried out for a couple like, um, you know, uh, X Factor back in the day, mm-hmm. um, America's Got Talent. We the shows they reached out to us for that. Really? Yeah. How does um, that process look? So they saw one of our YouTube covers, and um, someone had reached out and asked, like, "Hey, we want you. You know, we're, we were interested in this. We want you to, you know, audition for the show, but we'll have you skip the first couple rounds." So. That's you know. nice. So I didn't we, even know that was possible. Yeah, I guess you can like opt out of some rounds and and you know end up. I don't know how many rounds they have before you make it on TV. Right. But they had us. I think it was at the. I don't know what what building that is downtown. The convention center. I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. they had us down there, and it was just we had the audition that day. But they had us sing like four songs, but we never you know heard anything. We. Yeah. I remember the X Factor audition. The lady was like, oh, you're really good, but you sound too much like so-and-so. Or they, we're looking for... Ooh, that would irk me, getting compared to someone <laughs> We're else. looking for, a, a, you know, people to be original. But then you see people on TV who are just terrible, and that's just Ripping. all for ratings. Yeah, I um. immediately voted, like, the too sexy for my shirt guy on American Idol back in the day. And I still never <laughs> understood... I think it's American Idol, but, like, how he made it on TV is beyond me. Yeah. It's such it's, a... It's always hard. And it's always hard to hear when people are like oh, you know, you just, we like you, but, or you sound too much like so-and-so or whatever. Yeah, um, the comparison of but is never, it's never yeah, been used because I don't sentence. feel like I wouldn't, sure, there's people that, I guess, influence me, but I don't think I sound like anybody. I couldn't pick someone that I think I would sound like. I mean, no. me personally, I don't know, but, um, I, oh, yeah, and then I just thought of, I, I was on TikTok Live the other day in Timbaland. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, I saw you tweet about that. He does this thing called Timba Idol, which is like his own version of America, version. My American Idol. And he has pe- people come on and play their original music. And he either shuts it down real quick or he likes you and Let's follows you and is like, message me your music because I want to, we're going to make something happen here. Well, I played him Girls Night Out, which is like the song I've gotten the best feedback mm-hmm. from. And he didn't, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> Tim Lynn. He's, he, he's good <laughs> and I love in a certain stuff. crowd. Yeah, he, yeah. He definitely knows what to do. Mm-hmm. He's a producer now, right? Yeah. For the most part. And I love like all of his producing stuff. I've, I've considered yeah. going back on and joining again, playing something else just to give him another, just to give feel. him another. Cause I don't know. I make different sounding things and he, he liked a lot of more of, I feel like girls that sound like Summer Walker. It's slower kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. Girls I like Night Summer Walker a little, too. Yeah. But I cool. get maybe where he, maybe wasn't, maybe it wasn't his speed yeah. because the song itself is, is a good song. It's, yeah. it's done well. I Thank mean, you. People are using the sound, you know, that's always a good sign. And it was no hard feelings or anything. It's just probably not, you know, everybody's like, it's, it's you know, it doesn't have to be for you. Um, mm. Kid Cudi's producer or one of his producers that he's worked with, Dr. Genius, has told me I've, I've sounded really good. And I think that's really cool. Really? Um, so how did how did you two meet? Is he, is he a Cleveland guy? Uh, I don't know if he's from Cleveland. I'm not okay. entirely sure. Um, we've never met or anything. I just kind of sometimes will send my music to Bounce random ideas. producers. That was just smart. Absolutely. Yeah. Or just whatever. Like, it doesn't hurt to put, you know, I don't want to be that person that's like annoying and be like, listen to my stuff. Because people do that all the time. But, uh-huh. um, oh, he, he works with, or he's worked with a girl that I listened to. And I, I think I had messaged him saying like, I'm looking forward to hearing this. It sounds, you know, it sounds really good from what I've heard so far. And then I, that, and then I kind of sent him, you know, some of my stuff and was like, I good. also make music and. I like that. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And that was cool. It's, oh, it's always good to hear feedback. And even the negative though, do you feel like that that's not bad to take? I get so mad when someone critiques me, but 
I don't know. Maybe it's maybe that's it depends what place it comes from. Like if you you know, I should have asked him, Beland, what about it did you not like? Like I like constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. I noticed a lot of people were asking him that for feedback, and he would be like, he wouldn't say. And I don't know if it was just because. He's maybe hurt someone's feelings in the past. I, I don't know. And and I, I a lot of people, I also might have felt like he was just reading the comments and being like making his, you know, determining how he felt about the song based, based on, on the comments. Because people were ripping me up in the comments. People are, they're ruthless on <laughs> they TikTok. Are ruthless. They're terrible. It's awful. <laughs> but I just laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. You know, I've had more positive feedback over it than negative. So. Than negative, definitely. Yeah. That's always good. Um, now, in the next, say, year or so, what are some things that you're going to try to accomplish? Do you have plans for the next, say, 12 months? Um, yeah, so um, I'm doing Rockin' on the River again with my cousin's husband's band. And, and when is that? Do you know what date? Uh, it's the, and I think it's the last show in September. Okay. Um, I'll drop the date down if we have it available. Yeah, I know they released the dates. I just don't know at the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with them. It's, they're opening for the band that's doing the the cover metallica band oh yeah um which is what they did last year that was a year. huge turnout last year i remember that weekend yeah it was really fun so he had asked me if i wanted to do that again and i was like heck yeah i'm down you know that was really fun yeah um and i always like singing with them it's always a really fun time but um other than that i know i have a show in july at the foundry in lakewood that i just booked the foundry's amazing um, i love the foundry i've never sang there but um you know, I just take what I can get. You know, if somebody asks me, I'm like, I'm always down to perform. Um, as far as like s- plans to make music, I need to make original, more original music. The last song I put out by myself was last January. It's been a long time, but mm. this last year was kind of crazy and hectic for me. Switch you did careers, have a lot of yeah, yeah, a lot of changes. So, and I don't know how to make my own music. My friend Xavier mixes all my music mm. and records. I've seen you me. come out with him before. I've seen him. Yeah, he's and he's very talented. He just you know mixes it and records me on his laptop and does all that and and because I don't know how to do it, he just. He's always known or taught himself. He can, he, so all of that music is made on his laptop. Mm-hmm. That's impressive because so, your music does sound like it's well produced. I mean, you. I'm not saying a laptop can't do that. But yeah. That's, that's very he, cool to know. He uses this, um, this program. I don't know. I don't remember at the top of my head what it's called, but I, I'll usually find a beat that I like on YouTube or something maybe. Mm-hmm. And he will record my vocals and mix the vocals and I'll, I'll just tell him where to place things so you know i don't know all the the terminology as far as like some there's so much producer i'll be like i'll be like i want more echo right here and i'll like say how i want it to sound and he can do it and he'll just do it and he'll be like oh you want reverb or whatever or he'll just use whatever term it is and that's your dude that's that's what it is and (laughs) and he's he's just very passionate about it and um you know he just does it for free and i i really appreciate that Mm because friends help each other out and I always, you know, just try to thank him and, and support whatever he does, too, because, you know, studios around here, you know, charge you sometimes, and I don't just have money to throw away sometimes. Studio time is insane. Yeah, it's, it's insane. And it's not, you know, I've had people ask me, like, do you want to do you want to record with me or come to the studio? And, like, I'm down. It's just, I don't have, like, I have bills to pay. I don't have all this extra yeah, money for... Yeah, an hour it yeah, no, I, the studio. <laughs> And some people will do that because, you know, there's people who just are like, this is what I want to do. And they'll up and move and invest everything. And that's great if you do. Mm -hmm. But I'm like one of those people that's like, I would be too scared. I would be broke and not have anything. (laughs) And you are still doing what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making it work in my own ways. So, Um, but yeah, I'm open to recording with people. It's just, that's always kind of a downfall, but I do what I can. And I shout out Xavier. I always appreciate it. So that is, yeah, that's fascinating to me. Um, you know, we're going to take a quick break, but when we get back, there are some questions I want to ask you just um, as far as the, the production uh, while you're there in a studio or simply just with Xavier, how that goes. So we'll be right back, guys. Just a second. As someone who is a creator, but also a consumer when it comes to music, do you have anyone who would be a dream collaboration, anyone you know you would want to work with on a, on a main level? Yeah, um, I really love what Miley Cyrus is doing right now. Great, great album She's, she dropped this year. Yes, even the one before that, oh, Plastic that, Cards. That was, that, uh, I think amazing. she just has the voice for that, that 
style. Like she's she's come a long way, but she's done a lot of things that are just all over the place. Which and, is kind of cool, though. Yeah, and I and I I appreciate artists like that. Um, you know Taylor Swift. I love her. She's her songwriting is incredible. I think mm-hmm. um, she's on tour right now. Mm-hmm. I've got a I know, buddy really that's going go. to her concert in Nashville. So jealous. So jealous. <laughs> the tickets were crazy Insane. though. I know you saw. Okay. Insane. Okay. Um, I really like NF. He's a rapper. Um, I think he's really underrated. He's he's still. I don't want to say he's like fairly new. He's not really that new, but I feel like he's. The last couple of years, he's been blowing up. And yeah, he's in one of the, I think, like, UFC. He's in one of the video games, one of the sport video oh, games. Oh, yeah. I know, like, I know who he is. Yeah. People that love him, love him. And he is good, he I is. think, overall. Yeah, he's really good. And I, I just like that he talks about real things and emotions and experiences rather than yeah. just typical, Sip like... and lean and going yeah. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> and what I find interesting is he doesn't curse in any of his music. Like, he doesn't... Not at all. And like... It's still catchy, yeah. It's so cool that he doesn't have to use that as like a filler word because a lot of people just... For sure. I mean, no judgments, people who curse. We all... A lot of us do it. But mm-hmm. like, you know, I just think that's kind of cool that he just doesn't do that. But um, I really like Neomza too. She's she's a smaller artist. Um, mm-hmm. I actually met her when I went to visit a friend in LA and I didn't know she was a music artist, but she was the first artist, I believe Mac Miller signed to his label. Wow. And, um, I went to go visit a friend out in LA that actually I was dating I was dating this guy at the time and his roommate was dating this girl. And once we both broke up with our exes, she moved to California and was like, Hey, do you want to come out and visit? And I was like, sure. Like, that'd be cool. I don't Mm -hmm. really know you that well, but like, I've never been like, that'd be a cool experience. So I went there. Um, you know, met her and some people she was, you know, living with at the time. And this girl was with us in the car one day and she was like, oh, that's Neomza. She, she was signed to Mac Miller's label. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know, I've never heard of her. Um, but it was like, he found her on YouTube and that's like the best way to get and discovered. like took, took her under his wing. And I thought that was so cool when I mm. heard that, um, before he had passed, which is like, you know, really unfortunate and sad, but um, but on my flight home, I listened to her project and I immediately was like, she's going to be one of my new favorite and favorite artists. And I love everything she puts out to this day. Um, she also really inspires me, even though not too many people know her, but, um, I think she's really talented. Someone you would definitely yeah. want to work with. Oh, for sure. I like that. Um, um and her, cool. her name is spelled N J O M Z A for people who, if people want to check her out, um, it's pronounced Neomza, but yeah, I just felt like I should say the, the spelling because you know, yeah. yeah. No, I'll but, drop a, I'll drop her handle down yeah. too, so you can find her. She's really awesome, I think. But um, but yeah, those are some people, and of course Iggy, love Iggy. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can yeah. definitely see that one day. Love her. Want to do that? Um, actually, when I met her, I had her record a couple words into my phone. Is like a little thing I wanted to put in a song. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be cool. And she kind of said like, hey, Cassidy, I love you and keep following your dreams. And I want to, you know, insert that into a song. But it has to be the right song. Yeah. I don't want to just put it in any song. And I've had it for like in my phone, held on to it for like two years. So You've met her more than once? Yeah. Okay, uh, the I thought so. F- the first time I actually had dressed up as her for Halloween and tweeted her. And she saw it and retweeted it mm-hmm. and was like, I love this. And and um, I had never seen her perform live. So I went to a club in Atlantic City to watch her perform. Ooh, that's cool. And so that night, actually, it was like, if you dress up as Iggy, you can get in for free. Well, I already bought tickets, but I was like, uh-huh. I have a costume. I'm going to dress up anyways. Pop it back out. Let's go. Let's, let's do it. And it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just like a jumpsuit type thing. I don't know. Um, but when I went, she recognized the outfit from Twitter. That's amazing. Like I was like right in the front, but she was like, is that you? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then she stopped the show and was like, you know, I wore this outfit in a music video that never, you know, ended up getting released. It got leaked and, you know, all this stuff. But I wasn't going to perform the song tonight, but I feel like I have to now because this girl's here with this outfit. Yes. And so she brought me on stage and that was really cool. And then when I had met her at a meet and greet the second time, 
I reminded her like of the situation. She's like, oh, I remember you. And you know, that's huge. Yeah. That's actually insane. Just the fact that she remembered you by seeing you. That's yeah. kind of cool. And the first thing she ac- actually asked me when I went there was, are you a makeup artist? Your makeup looks really good. And I was like, oh my God, like <laughs> Best I, compliment ever. I should have been like, no, do you need one? Or I should have been like, yeah, do you need one? <laughs> Thinking back on conversations. I know like at we the talking. time I was just like, no, I'm a teacher <laughs> at the time. <laughs> DM I was like, today. you know, I know she follows me on TikTok. I should DM her, oh, but yeah, okay. So yeah, you were very <laughs> humble on the on the Iggy relationship. I love her. I, I said Iggy, and she's I'm just like a genuinely nice person. person. Like I just, I've always gotten good vibes from her. But yeah, I think I think it's always important to support people that are also nice people. <laughs> she's a good person throughout. Um, she did just post like those photos of her and her son, and they were oh, playing yeah. tennis. And I was like, oh, this is this is cute. Because so at the end cute. of the day, she can separate who she is as an artist and who she is as like a person and a mother. And I think that that is, it's smart to draw the line between the two and, and still make sure you're giving your time in both mm-hmm. lanes, which is, is nice. Yeah. Yeah. Love everything she's doing. But yeah, those are some people right now that I currently, you know, listen to the most and mm-hmm. that inspire me a lot that I kind of have on repeat a lot of the time but yeah yeah <laughs> those would be cool I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what happens in the future if uh, people wanted to find you on social media what are your handles where can they find you what are you most active on um as far as social media i use instagram twitter facebook i use everything but um, most active on instagram i think my handle is cassidy harris underscore um twitter i believe it's the same thing I don't really promote as much on Twitter, but mm-hmm. um, I'll drop your. I'm handles, on TikTok. Though. I think TikTok is just Cassidy Harris by itself. Yeah, we, we can link the yeah. handles in there. But perfect. Um, but yeah, I just hopefully continue to make more stuff, a variety of stuff. That's that's my goal. I've listened to everything. You know, I like everything. Mm-hmm. And if you can find inspiration from all forms of music, why not create all forms of music? I think that that is, it's always smart. The more options, the better. It adds to your kind of catalog and mm-hmm. can really just make you a more well-rounded artist overall definitely i remember being on myspace and even just like oh listening to, <laughs> to like screamo and stuff like i just have gone through every single phase of i don't know every single music phase it's just yeah. i think it's cool to have a diverse music taste i've the always... myspace playlist oh, those mine was always out tier. there i had the wildest songs on there. <laughs> Same. But now I get that. And like there's songs that I like remember having that I could never find today. And I'm like, they were only on MySpace. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish. The good thing is, is like I used to buy most of those songs and put them on to my iTunes account. So I still have some. But yeah, there's so many like good songs from that era that just slipped through the cracks. Yeah. Never to be found again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> R.I.P. Sad. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, before we wrap up, though, do you have any shout outs? Anyone you want to shout out or anything? Yes. Um, shout out to Xavier Bennett. That's, you know, my homie. Makes all my music. Helps me out. I appreciate you. Uh, shout out to Billy Morris and the Sunset Strip for always having me perform live with them at any shows they do um, and your family. So love you guys. Uh, shout out to Dan Youngcap, who always invites me to shows. And shout out to my friend Christian. He tries to help me out making music as well. Um, and anybody who wants to collaborate, you know, I'm always down. Just hit me up with a message and we can talk about it, work something out. So Love that. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, and shout out to all my supporters, family, mom and dad, sisters. Love you guys. Um, and just all my friends that, you know, continue to show me support. Uh, and are there for me throughout this journey so it's exciting and, and thank you for having me absolutely. on here. first podcast so excited i know it'll be cool because i'm sure once you kind of get used to it a lot of people are going to see this and probably want to ask you on which i hope so mm-hmm. i hope it opens up some some potential new opportunities for you and obviously like you like she said if you guys want to collaborate if you just want to follow i'll drop all the handles below make sure you do that other than that, I do appreciate you coming on. This was Thank fun. Thank you for having me. We've been talking about this for a while, so it is yeah. nice to kind of see it come together, and we did it. Yeah. So, Thank job. you. I Thanks. really had fun. That was a good time. <laughs> Guys, if you uh, haven't yet, make sure you like, comment, subscribe to this episode and this channel. We'll see you very soon.